right, guys, welcome back to the Beyond the Brew podcast. I'm Drew. And I'm Allie. Welcome back, guys. We are here. We're here. We're we back. Here. Back yeah. in your ear holes. Yeah, we are back in your ear holes. This is dedicated to you. Mm-hmm. You, specifically. Specifically you. you. The one with this in your ear holes right now, mm-hmm. talking to you. Thank you. Yes, thank you. You know who you are. It's you. It's you, the one listening to this. <laughs> it's you. It's always been you. <laughs> we are so happy to be back. We've been gone for a bit, um, but we were on a camping trip. That we were, guys. I love camping so much. It was intense. It was. <laughs> nice pun, honey. <laughs> That's like the most overdone camping pun, but I still think it's hilarious. It's still a good one, no yeah. matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, so in preparation for our camping trip, uh, because our old tent, right, used to have leaking problems. Oh my gosh, so bad. Um, so in preparation for this trip, because we knew it was going to rain. Yeah. Uh, at least according to the forecast. Um, and so we knew it was going to rain, so we treated our tent, right? Which means we took like this kind of spray and you spray down your like rain fly. Mm-hmm. To like waterproof it. Yeah. Or at least like make it more water resistant, right? It's not like officially waterproof or anything after that. But exactly. it, it's supposed to help because we've had it before where like it's dripping on your head in the middle of the night. We've woken up with huge puddles in our tent. Everything's all wet. And that, if you have ever been through that, it is a nightmare and you want to avoid it at all costs. So that's what we were trying to do. Yeah. We were trying to avoid that for sure. But... Um, so we treated this thing at my parents' house, right? Because they have some more room than we have. Mm-hmm. Um, treated this thing, let it dry in the sun. Then we even laid it out on top of like um, ladders that we laid down horizontally. Mm-hmm. So that way it had air on both sides so it could ventilate and dry properly. Right. Because right? you're supposed to let it dry for like at least four hours <clears throat> or something. Yeah. Something like that. And then, you know, you could apply another coat, but we had to go, obviously. So Yeah, but we figured, I mean, it was a newer tent. It's already supposed to be water resistant. So we thought... Yeah, this is just a pre- precautionary measure. Exactly. So one, la- one layer of the waterproofing, you know, should give us more protection and we'll be good. Exactly. So we did this a few days before our camping trip to make sure that, you know, it's dry, we're set, you know, just that way everything's ready to go. Mm-hmm. So... Allie and I go pack up. We pack up everything into our our, our car. Yeah, play the good old uh, car Tetris, <laughs> which... I'm sorry, guys. I got something in my throat. But I've got this uh, strawberry lemonade that I've kind of been washing it down with. Yeah, that's good. good yeah. Um, but yeah, Drew luckily is really good at car Tetris. Like, you're good at figuring out all the nooks and crannies and where to put stuff. And it's honestly impressive. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> But you it's also kind of insane how much we can fit into that car. Yeah, hatchbacks are nice. Yes. But you also take into consideration like the weight balance, which is something that I don't think about. You're like, okay, we need to put the bins in the middle or like the tent here so it'll balance the weight of the car. Like I'm just like, put it where it fits. Yeah, no, you have to make sure that your <laughs> weight, you know, weight dis- distribution is correct. Yeah, no. So you're, you're really good at that. And I appreciate you. Since I load cars every day and all this kind of stuff, I get used to it, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, if not like this, of course, but, you know, yeah. on a smaller scale, mm-hmm. making sure that things are weighted out correctly. Sure. But our car was 
stuffed. Stuffed. Stuffed like a turkey on Thanksgiving. It was, it was bad. It, <laughs> it was like, we need more space. Yeah. Um. So anyway, we loaded up the car and we actually got out of town a lot later than we wanted to. Yeah. Um. Partially just because, you know, we were trying to like enjoy our vacation together and stuff like that. But, you know, it did get us out of here late. Right. So we went all the way up to, um, you know, Green Lake, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. That um, was our camping destination. We actually streamed on the way up there, which was interesting. We yeah. have never done that before. Yeah, that was our first like outdoor stream, like outside of our, you know, little studio. Yeah. Uh, and the reason why we did that, side note, is because I got a new phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, which has 5G now. And so we were like, oh, let's just test out this 5G because we have, you know, some streaming friends in this area that, you know, they stream on their 5G all the time because mm-hmm. they go to like the farmer's market and stuff like that, which is very, very cool. Mm-hmm. And like they stream it and it's a lot of fun. So we're like, okay, well, like, let's just try streaming. Yeah. You know, I mean, we had time on our hands. We had a six hour drive. So we figured, hey, let's try it. See if we can pass the time. Yeah, we were thinking, you know, maybe it'll go live for maybe 15, 20 minutes. Right. Really just, just saying, to like, see if it worked. Yeah, to see if it worked. Say hi to everybody. Um, if anybody actually showed up, you know. Right. Because it's not a normal time for us to stream. No, no. It was a, like <clears throat> a weird time of day. It was still a Monday, which we normally stream on Mondays. Yeah. But it was still like a weird time of day. It was and... like six hours before we would normally stream, though. Yeah. So anyway, um. We started streaming. We actually streamed for like five and a half hours. Yeah. <laughs> so thanks to everyone who came out for that. That was really fun. Yeah, that was My a lot of fun. My hand was tired. I'm sorry. <laughs> I really am sorry. We we really need to get like a car mount or something. Yeah. Um, but it made the trip fly. Oh, yeah. Absolutely fly. Yeah, because I was looking. I think someone was in the chat doing our uptime. It might have been Alien. Um, and it would be like, oh, you've been streaming for two hours. And then suddenly it was four. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, like, wait, what? Oh, okay. Um, so anyway, we got all the way up there, got to our campsite just as it's getting like dark. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh no, like we really got to hurry. Yeah. And then it starts raining Yeah. in the middle of us, like staking down our tent. Right. And of course, you know, we both know it's supposed to rain. So we're staking this thing down, you know. Well, not more more so than normal, but more... Um, Securely? We're being a little bit more tedious with it, you know? Making sure that, you know, it's tight, everything's taut. Yeah, we're taking all the precautions. And yeah, making sure that, you know, the tent is nice and taut, you know, because if it's, you know, smooth, rain will come off of it easier. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the way it's designed to be. Right. Especially with rain and everything. Yeah, versus if you don't stick it down that tightly, you get the pockets where the puddles can form. Exactly, exactly. And so you want to make sure it's nice and tight. And, you know, it started raining. Not terribly, but it's definitely raining. It's oh, not yeah. drizzling. So we were in the position where we were trying to race the sun and the rain. <laughs> yes, because it was getting dark already. And it's raining now. And so we're kind of panicking, you know, a little bit stressed, um, trying to like, you know, make sure we get everything up, make sure nothing's out in the rain that can't be, you know. Yeah. So really, we just tried to set up the essentials. I mean, we had all this extra stuff, but we're like, let's just get the tent up and just what we need inside. Yeah. And then we'll just kind of leave everything else in the car and kind of get it as we need it. Exactly. Yeah. 
Um, the issue is the tent, of course, is in like the back and the bottom and stuff because it's heavy. You yeah. Know? So we had to basically take out everything out of the car, get the tent, put everything back in or throw things in the tent once we had it set up. It was a little bit chaotic. It, it was. And so we're trying to get the rain fly on, all this kind of stuff. Uh, we accidentally pull it off the other side oh as we're gosh. putting on top. And I was like, ah, you know? Yeah. Because at that point, Drew and I are both like at like maximum stress and we're just trying to get this tent together and then the rain flies falling off and the our lights got tangled. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, the lights got tangled. Yeah. So we had these LED lights that go on this cross beam across our whole tent, which actually lights up our whole tent. I think I've talked about it on our stream before. Mm-hmm. I love it. Best camping hack I have is that one. Yeah, it's honestly really, really nice. Um, but, you know, trying to hurry up and get them on there and everything, we didn't extend one of the poles yet. Mm-hmm. And so we had already put the lights on. So I'm trying to extend the pole. It's not going because the lights are catching on it. So then I'm like trying to quickly unwrap these lights and I break one. Yeah. Which but is not a big deal. No, because it's like those LED like strip lights and they're kind of like tape. Like you can. Yeah, you can actually break them. They're designed to break. Right. Right. So it wasn't that big of a deal, but it was just like, ah, the frustration. Yeah. Which I mean, it didn't break the lights. Like, don't get me wrong. It just kind of tore off like two feet from one end. Yeah. So it wasn't the end of the world or anything like that. Yeah. We still had lights. We could still, you know, light up our tent, which is. Yeah, it's still totally fine. Mm hmm. But something that did we did notice with the lights is that, okay, summer in Wisconsin, there are a lot of bugs. <laughs> and so the bugs are attracted to the light and they really like that light. Oh, they love that light. So if we leave it on for a while, there are so many bugs that come onto the tent. Oh, it's a swarm on top of the tent. It's, it sounds like it's raining when it's not. Yeah, because they're just flying like into the top of the tent to try to get to the light, which I don't understand. Someone who is smarter than me and knows more about bugs. They're blinded like, by the light, honey. But <laughs> I don't. I just don't understand why they keep ramming into it, but yeah. I don't understand bug psychology. <clears throat> so anyway, we finally get the tent set up. Um, Allie's in the tent. You know, I'm running extension cords to the tent um giving her everything that she needs to set up like the air mattress get that started blowing up stuff like that Mm because it's already dark right yeah so we're like we're kind of like well we should probably get to bed here soon yeah we're scrambling so the first night guys it started pouring rain pouring rain it sounded like we put our tent under a waterfall legitimately yeah literally did like not even an exaggeration it was raining so hard it's like you were in the middle of the thunderstorm. Yeah. So this tent that we treated, you know, um, purposely for not necessarily this occasion, right, but for this trip, mm-hmm. um, guys, it was just pounding our tent so hard it was just pushing through. Yeah. Um, so we had some leakage, right? Mm-hmm. Not near as bad as it could have been. No. For sure. We've had much worse. sorry guys anyway um we've had much worse but it's just like it's just pushing so so hard at these like fibers you know yeah i mean just the volume of rain that was on top of the of the rain fly and i mean like yeah we pulled it tight so it could kind of roll off but there's just so much rain 
yeah it's just constantly pushing on top of the the fabric so and so it's it's going to push through right these are not waterproof they're yeah. water resistant you right know? only to a certain point so yeah we did get some water it wasn't as bad as it could have been but um our sleeping bag did get a little wet um our faces got a little wet <laughs> yeah and it's more of like things dripping on you it's not like a stream or anything like that no it's just the occasional drippage and then we had like some little puddles um but not not terrible nothing Noth- bad nothing got ruined thankfully which is good because we had like technology in the tent like we had cameras and stuff yeah um and luckily none of that got wet or anything um it was it was just my face <laughs> and our like <laughs> yeah. pillows a little bit our sleeping bag a bit but um you know so then we woke up in the morning um it's still raining mm-hmm. right and so we're like okay what do we do not near as hard right mm-hmm. but it's raining so we're like, okay, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? Because like this tent is already like soaked through, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can't dry it out anywhere, you know. So what do we do? What do we do? So what I ended up doing is I shook the tent and got water off the top of it and off the sides um, to try to get as much water as I could off of it. Then uh, what we did is we put everything on our air mattress, which is like, two feet high or maybe three feet high off the ground mm-hmm. it's a tall one it's not like one that just lays on the ground and it's yeah. like a queen size one so it's, it's like nice. the double high you know mm-hmm. so anyway if there were any puddles or any flooding you know if we put everything on top of that mattress then it should be okay mm-hmm. uh, so we did that and then we put our um sleeping bag over it mm-hmm. just in case any it, anything yeah did drip it would just soak into the sleeping bag rather than all of our stuff exactly and that turned out totally fine. Yeah, that that helped a lot. Um, we also, I mean, we brought towels and things already. So yeah. um, we used that to clean up some of the, the puddles that accumulated on the floor. And so that helped a lot too. So all things considered, we came out okay. Oh, totally fine. I, I think it could have been terrible. Oh, yeah. If, you know, maybe even if we had our old tent. Yeah. That could have been terrible. Um, but we we managed. Mm-hmm. Right. I think we actually did pretty well. Um, oh, I was going to say something, but I forgot. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm glad that we had, you know, the foresight to, to spray the tent and, and everything. But, but I know we were worried that first night because your family was staying in a cabin nearby, but we were there a, a day earlier. Yes. And so we didn't have anywhere we could go. Like if, if our tent did really leak and if it was really bad, like we we would have been more stuck i mean more stuck than yeah if they had the cabin already yeah but there were other places we still could go right into the car or to like um the conference center and stuff like that we could have gone somewhere it's not ideal obviously yeah none of the situations would have been ideal yeah and definitely not as easy as just go to this cabin yeah know? but uh yeah it w- it was uh, a dilemma but yeah. we, we made it through. But yeah, we survived. We figured it out. Yeah. But yeah, when we came back to our tent, you know, there were no puddles. You know, there was some drippage on the um, sleeping bag. But other than that, it was totally fine. Yeah. But it helped that like the majority of the big rain was over. That yes. big storm had passed. I mean, it, it rained for a good amount of the week that we were there. Um, and you know, you'd wake up in the morning and like, you know, the grass would be wet and everything's just kind of wet just cause I mean, it's morning. Um, 
So that was just it was constantly a factor. But yeah, we were there for like four and a half days. It rained for three of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting because it's kind of a tradition for Drew's family to go camping on the 4th of July. Yeah. And normally, you know, it's blazing hot. You're just sweating. And yeah. Like you almost don't even want to like lay on your blanket in your tent because it's just so hot. Um, but I mean, fortunately, at least I think it was fortunate that it was cooler because it was raining so much. So we weren't so yeah. like sweaty hot. <laughs> the first couple days, it was like 93. Yeah. At first it was, but and then it humid. cooled off a lot. It was like 93 and humid because of the rain. And so after the rain, right after the couple days of it raining, it did cool down to like upper sixties, low seventies, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. which was very, very nice. Yeah, that was a welcome change after like being so hot and sweaty. Yeah. I like that because I prefer fall camping as it is because I like, you know, it being kind of cool out and you can, you know, put on your comfy sweatshirt and snuggle around the campfire. Like, I love that. Yeah. And when it's super hot out, you don't want to do any of that. It makes you want to be by a campfire for Mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. So I was I was actually kind of glad when the temperature came down even though it was kind of rainy and wet and yeah no i agree with you it was nice when it was cooler um and not raining <laughs> yeah although okay let me tell you that that night when the rain was really bad yes my moment of like pure panic which yep. okay Yes, I was worried that the tent was kind of leaking. Like, I was worried about that. But what brought me the most stress was that it was like 3 a.m., pouring rain, and I have to pee. And like, badly. <laughs> like, like, I'm about to pee my pants. <laughs> and, okay. And, of course, you woke up in a panic. Yeah. And woke me up in a panic. Well, I mean, okay, we were under a waterfall, it sounded like. But yes. also, I and mean, dripping and it was not a good situation. Yeah. And so I'm like sitting there trying to figure out, okay, what's the game plan? Because we're in a tent. We don't have access to like the bathroom, like really close by or anything. We didn't bring a camping toilet in our tent. So, okay, the, the campsite that we're at, there is a restroom, but it's like kind of a ways away. I mean, it's like probably 30 yards away. So it's not terrible. Like, it's there. It's a few campsites away. Yeah, but you got to, you know, take a good walk to it. It's a decent walk. It's not terrible. You're there in less than a minute. Yeah, but in the pouring, pouring rain, yes. the thunder, That's not something the lightning. You do. No, and so I'm in a panic. I'm like <clears throat> thinking, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Uh, do I just go out and into the rain? Do I, I mean... I, I am a female, so I cannot just like grab a bottle or anything. Like, <laughs> I, I was so stressed. Yes. And so, I mean, what I ended up doing, I, I just, I luckily I grabbed an umbrella and I said, okay, I'm just, I'm going to have to face this rain and try to run to this restroom. And that's what I did. And I got, you made it. I made it. I got, I got a little bit wet from the rain. Not terrible. No. I'm so glad I thought to bring the umbrella. Yeah. Because otherwise it would have been a completely different story. Yeah, because we have ponchos, but they were in our bins, which were out in the rain. Right. So, like, that doesn't help. Um, But, I mean, when it rains, especially there, there are, like, big puddles in the road and everything Mm. gets muddy. So, 
I did my best to try to avoid the puddles, but it was also very dark. Um, but I made it. I was okay. I survived. Yeah, we had a good time camping. So <laughs> <laughs> my brother, or sorry, not my brother. So my brother and my parents came uh, the next day, right? So that was what, Tuesday that they came? Yep. And my parents brought our electric bikes for us, which was very nice of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we got to ride those around, which was a lot of fun. Uh, because that's where, like, my brother and I used to ride our bikes around as kids, right? You know, our mm-hmm. little mountain bikes and stuff like that. Yeah. Have we have we said, like, why this campsite is, like, so important to you and your family? Uh, I don't know. But we can. Um, so basically, this campsite is where my brother and I used to go and stay with my grandparents. My grandparents would have a motorhome, and my brother and I would have a tent outside of the motorhome. I mean, when we were really young, we'd be in the motorhome with them. Mm. But then, you know, when we were getting, like, middle school, high school, uh, we would have our own tent. Yeah. But in a way, you, like, kind of grew up there. Yeah. We would go every year for, like, a week, maybe sometimes two weeks. And my parents would would come sometimes. Sometimes they wouldn't to just have some time alone, uh, which makes sense, you know, to have some time just away from us and do what they want to do and you know, live their lives too. But it was time that my brother and I really cherished together. Um, but yeah, my grandparents, my grandma was on like the board and like the committee and stuff like that. Um, they helped found this place. And so it's very, very special to my family. Mm-hmm. There's even like, I guess you call it like a monument to your grandma. Yeah. They have these like rocks down by the lake that kind of like commemorate certain special people that have helped this place along the way. And so my grandma has one of those rocks, which is very nice. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's really special, and it's a place that I try to go every year. Yeah, we try to go every year. Um, apparently, my family now is like, well, maybe we should do it every other year. But, I like, for me personally, I, I, that place is just so special to me. Yeah. I want to go every year. Yeah. No, and, I mean, it's a beautiful place. So I it have, really is. I have no problem going to visit. So for lunch on Tuesday, since it was raining and everything, we didn't want to cook on the fire. So we ended up going to this pizza place called Cristiano's. Mm -hmm. Shout out AJ for the recommendation. Yeah, shout out AJ because AJ from our stream uh, recommended this place. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we'd driven by that place so many times before, but I don't think we'd ever actually been there. At least I'd never been there. Have you been there? I had not been there. But it was pretty good. Yeah. Good pizza. Good uh, garlic bread. You got the wings, too. Yeah, I got the wings. The wings were not great. Um, but, it was more of like frozen wings that they warmed up. Yeah. You know? But everything else was good. I would definitely go back there. Everything else was fresh right mm-hmm. out of the uh, what brick oven, right? Yeah. It was really, really good. <gasps> and do you remember what we did after that? After that, we went and found Tiny Milk. Tiny Milk. We found it. <gasps> Uh, so it turns out they have a few different varieties of tiny milk, which we didn't know. Yeah. Okay. So quick background on tiny milk. So um, was it two years ago that we went? 2019, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So when we, we went camping and, you know, you have to go to the grocery store to get your essentials or whatever. And so Drew and I are walking around trying to figure out what to get. And we end up in the dairy aisle and we see like the tiniest little gallon of chocolate milk yeah so it's the shape of a regular gallon right but it's not a gallon it's like what a quart or something yeah 
um, but it's tiny. And it's in the shape of a regular gallon. Right. So that's what makes it kind of cute. Right. So it looks know? like a gallon of milk just got like shrunk down and it's adorable. <laughs> and so we like jokingly like, oh, we have to buy one. Right. Just because it's so cute. It's so cute and funny. And so then we tried it and it was the best chocolate milk I've ever had. Yes. It literally, I mean, we tell everyone this, but it tastes like melted chocolate ice cream. It legitimately does. And it's phenomenal. Yeah, so, so we were already so excited by how cute it was, and then it turned out to be heckin' delicious. Yes. So anyway, after we got pizza on Tuesday, we went and we're like, we have to find Tiny Milk. Mm-hmm. So we go to the same store, same section, and boom, there it is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they had different varieties, which was kind of interesting, because last time we just saw the Tiny Milk and was like, oh, this is cute, you know, mm-hmm. we have to get it. This time we're paying a little bit more attention, and they have the whole milk, Tiny Milk, right by sassy cow not Shout a sponsor out sassy cow not a sponsor but but you can send me tiny milk if you want to sure <laughs> anyway um they had the chocolate milk which was whole milk right but then they also had a gallon size which was one percent milk um so it turns out my parents actually bought that one because they had heard us talking about tiny milk and all this kind of stuff not realizing that we went earlier that same day and got ourselves tiny milk, mm-hmm. um, which is the whole milk one. And so it, I was actually very curious to try the 1%, which we did later that night. And uh, it's not as good. Still very good chocolate milk. Yes. But it it doesn't compare as much to ice cream. In Yeah. In my mind, it doesn't have that melted ice cream flavor. Yeah. It's not as rich. Yes. Which, I mean, is to be expected when you go from whole milk to like 1%, but... True. But like for me, like honestly, with regular milk, um, you know, whole milk is a little bit too thick for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I like 2%. 2% is perfect for me. Um, But then in a chocolate milk, which I found interesting, I need that whole milk. Yeah. It just makes the experience so much more enjoyable. It just makes it taste a lot more like chocolate, like real chocolate. Mm-hmm. Which, okay, we love this milk. Yes. We had someone else in our family try it. Yes. They said it was the worst milk that they've ever had, and it broke my absolute heart. I did not know this you until right now. This. What I- What are you talking this. about? Who said this? <laughs> who, who dare? Our sister-in-law. That doesn't... That doesn't, yeah. <laughs> that does not surprise me. She said it was too sweet. Yeah. Okay. But Says okay. Says the diabetic. <laughs> but okay. Like, I I think it's absolutely delicious. If you are somewhere where they are selling sassy cow, then I suggest that you try it because I think it's it's the best chocolate milk ever. It's phenomenal. But just understand, I suppose, that the, everyone is a critic and everyone has their opinion. Even if their opinion is wrong. Like, sorry, Jessica, sorry. But uh, chocolate milk, tiny milk, it's here to stay. More milk for us. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'll buy it and I don't have to worry about you drinking it then. <laughs> I just, I, I wish we could have <clears throat> taken it home. Like just bought a bunch of tiny milks and just taken yeah. them back. But also she didn't even get the whole milk. No. She, she got the 1%. She had the 1%, but she still said it was too sweet, so I'm well, sure... Well, don't try the whole. Yeah, because that'll be even more rich, but oh well. Yeah. It, I like It's so milk. good. Um, that was a highlight of our trip for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So what was your favorite part of the trip? 
Mm, I really liked riding our bikes around um, and then just going to sit out by the lake. Especially, I mean, even though it was kind of cold when we went the first time, when we sat out on the, like, on the pier. Yeah, the they have, like, a little dock with uh, some Adirondack chairs. Yeah. So we sat out there, and because it was, like, cold and kind of rainy, there wasn't anybody else out. And so it was, it was so quiet and so peaceful. And it was just you and me, and we're just, you know, sitting, looking out on the lake. And it was, it was a beautiful moment. And it had, like, just rained, you know. The water's nice and calm. Since it had just rained, there were no boats out. Yeah. Uh, it was just beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beautiful. It was, it was just us and the lake and a couple of ducks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The ducks. <laughs> <laughs> I love the little ducks that are there. Especially, okay, if you've ever watched ducks long enough, you'll see them and they put their heads in the water and sometimes they just stick their butts in the air. <laughs> it's the funniest thing. And we were like, Stick them up. It brought it me up. so much joy. Um, that it was actually my favorite part as well. Yeah, which I'm kind that. of happy that uh, it's yours as well, which yeah. is nice. No, that was a really nice moment. Um, Although something else I I enjoy when we go up there, um, they have this place where you can do like crafts, um, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so you can do like where you're painting ceramics, or you can make jewelry, or you can do uh, stained, stained glass. glass. Yeah. Um, so that's really fun, and. We've painted a few things there that have turned out really well. And this time uh, we decided to paint some, uh, they called them condiment bowls. They're just like these like small little bowls. Basically like a bowl that would be perfect for salsa or something like that. Right. Or like one of the ladies there suggested you could put your ice cream in it or something. Yeah. Um, and so we decided to paint those. Um, and I tried to use this glaze that they have, which is good for that kind of dish because it's food safe. So you know that like after they fire it, you can, you know, use it for food. Yes. Um, but nobody told me how the glaze worked because so you like you pick out your colors and you go to a counter and they like give you the paints and little Tupperware containers. Um, and I picked out one that after you they fire it, it looks like it was called Milky Way and it looks like there are stars in it. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. So I wanted, I painted the entire outside of my bowl with this Milky Way paint or glaze, I guess. Um, and I was painting it and I was like, this paint is really chunky and I don't know why it's so chunky. I thought like maybe it's old or whatever. And so there were these like chunks I was trying to scrape off of my bowl because I thought like, I don't want this on my bowl. Um, And so then, you know, they fire it and everything. We come back a couple days later to pick it up and there's no stars in my Milky Way. Yeah, there's no stars. It's just blue. Yeah, (laughs) I was so sad. And if someone told me that the, the chunks that were in my paint... Those are like the crystals that are supposed to be in there. So when they fire it, the like stars or like the speckles, you like know, a little show burst up. of a uh, different color kind of pops out. Yeah, But nobody told me that. And so I was so sad that I painted this whole thing thinking it was going to have stars in it. And it didn't. Yeah. But you did a really good job <laughs> at picking out those little <laughs> like did. blobs, you know? Yeah. At, at my station, because you know, they put down like paper so you don't get, you know, your paint all over the table. There was like a whole pile of these like little speckly things that I thought were just gross and I didn't want them. Turns out they would have made my bowl a lot better. 
Yeah, but that's all right. You know, you live and you learn, and your bowl still looks really good. It's fine. It's just not um, what I wanted. For my bowl, I was trying to make like a morning brew, like kind of bowl, you know, yeah. similar colors. Um, and I was going to put MBG on it. So I started, you know, painting my bowl, and it came out pretty nice. Yeah. And then I, I was like, like oh crap, I forgot to put MBG on it. Mm hmm. So I was like, okay, I'll put it in like the bottom of the bowl. So I go to put the M in like this black um, stain, I guess. Mm -hmm. And it's way too big. I didn't leave <laughs> enough room for the B and G. Yeah, you showed me. You were trying to like, you know, put three letters and the M took up like over half. Well, yeah, like half the bowl. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> And I was like, well, maybe you could just put MB for, you know, morning brew. And but that's not, yeah, it's not the same. Yeah. And so what I ended up doing is I just painted the bottom of the bowl black. Right. Which, I mean, that worked. It worked. And I think my bowl looks fine. You know, it looks no. decent. It looks nice. I like the colors that you picked. Well, thanks. Yeah. They do kind of match our uh, our logo and stuff like that. Yeah. No. So we'll have to show those <clears throat> off sometime. Well, Mine I'm still sad about, but it's fine. Next time we go, I'm putting all the chunks in my bowl. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a chunky bowl. A chunky little bowl. <laughs> so, yeah, my favorite parts of camping, uh, going back to that. Um, I went golfing with my brother, which was a lot of fun. Mm. Um, I rode around bikes with my brother as well, which was a lot of fun. Thank you for letting him borrow your bike. Yeah. Because, um, you know, like, that's the thing. Like, this place was very special to my brother and I. And, you know, we used to ride around bikes around this whole place. And, like, we have our own little paths that we would go down and stuff like that. Um, so it was nice to kind of do that again with my brother. Yeah. It's like the nostalgia of it all. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a special moment that you had. Ideally, I wanted to go up there for camping with my brother for my bachelor party. Um, which that did not pan out because of the pandemic. And also they weren't open for camping yet. Yeah. Cause you were trying to go in like April and they didn't open for camping until May or something. Yeah. So that didn't work out, but we still got to go this time, but I'm glad that you had that like time with your brother. So like you kind of make up for the, the bachelor party that you couldn't have before. Yeah. I mean, it was a short, you know, like 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, but, but I mean, it, the golf thing still too. stuck out to me. Yeah. No, I'm glad you got to do that. Yeah. But it was still nice just to, you know, hang out and we played a lot of board games and, you know, just chill and eat good food. And mm -hmm. we even went bowling. Yeah. We went to this new bowling place um, that's like brand new there. It's called like what? Bowl 300 or something like that. The 300 Club. The 300 Club. Uh, so we thought we weren't allowed in because we've never bowled a 300. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Yeah, but um, but it was so new. Like you open the doors and it just like smells new. Yeah, uh, turns out they opened like two weeks before we got there. Uh huh. Um, and I guess it was a bowling alley before, but they renovated it. But like they redid everything, like completely gutted everything. Everything. It was the most advanced bowling alley I've ever seen. Yeah, and so <clears throat> you go up to your lane and they have like, you know, the screen where you can put in your names and stuff and, you know, track your scores. But they also had mini games 
and like different modes that you could play which was cool yeah um they also had the the lane chatter so if we wanted to we could have talked to someone in a different lane which i didn't choose to do <laughs> yeah but you could be like hey i saw you missed that spare <laughs> you know <laughs> i mean you could do it that way or you could just say nice <clears throat> strike you got a turkey way to go <laughs> yeah but like say like it's your friends like bowling over there oh, or yeah. something you know you can mess with them or yeah. whatever um, we did end up, you can take a picture that'll come up when it's your turn to bowl. So we did that. That was fun. But it gave you like really advanced statistics too. Like this is what you average on your first ball. This is your first ball speed, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. Yeah. Um, and it was saying like this percentage of professional bowlers will usually pick up this spare or, you know, things like that. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. It was very, very cool. Very advanced. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had a good time. Yeah, and got some good food there. Yeah, yeah, they had some pretty good food, and we watched the uh, Suns and Bucks game, mm-hmm. which the Suns won, which was good. Mm-hmm. My mom was rooting for the Bucks, but you know, <laughs> everybody's got their team. But no, it was a good time. Yeah, got some good food, good times. They have, um, they're building an arcade in there. Yeah, I forgot about that, actually. Mm -hmm. So, like, when you go in, they have a room that's just kind of empty, but they have this really cool, like, wallpaper up that looks like all these stickers on the wall. Um, So, I think they're working on the arcade part of it, but but if you're ever in that area, I highly recommend going to that bowling alley because it was really cool. It was really cool. They were very nice. They even, like, so I brought our camera in, and they were like, hey, like, we're doing this concert in September. Like, would you be interested in, you know, filming it? Mm -hmm. i was like uh i mean we're out of town (laughs) (laughs) but drew just looks so legit with his camera set up but like it was it was flattering it was very very flattering yeah they wanted Um, you to film the concert where coolio was gonna be there coolio's gonna be there (laughs) that would have been pretty cool Um, which is crazy that they would just like offer that to me you know but like at the same time like I don't this is not what I do for like a living. Like this is not my business. Like Yeah. You know, I would recommend someone that would do it better than I would. Yeah. I mean, or I bet at you at least would more st- practiced. Yeah. How about that? Yeah, yeah. You would still do a good job, but I mean, yeah, we're getting experience, you know. It's just a hobby at this point. Yeah. But but you did get a lot of attention just for having like the, your camera set up. Like even the people in the next lane were like, wow, that's really cool. Is this what you do for a living? And like, no, this is a hobby. And they're like, what? That's a hobby? Yeah. Yeah, yeah but it, it was fun. Um, It was interesting to get that much of like attention, mm-hmm. you know, which I really didn't want. Um, It's not like I was like, ugh, this stinks. But it was more of just like, okay, thanks. Like, I'm just trying to, you know yeah film a family video you know yeah no but it was cool yeah no it was very flattering you know especially the whole offering of uh the concert that was that was very like really like are you serious yeah he like the Me? the manager of the bowling alley asked if you had a card or something yeah <laughs> but i think you were i don't know if you understand what he was asking because you were like am i allowed to film like is that okay and he's like yeah yeah like just do you have cards so i can hire you <laughs> Yeah, at first I thought he was saying, like, do you have a card? Like like a permit. Yeah. I was like, no, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, I could tell you were, like, kind of nervous. Like, no, he was just interested in... I mean, if he told me, doing. like, hey, like, you can't film in here, totally fine, you know, I'll turn it off. Right, yeah, yeah, we would have definitely put it away, but... um, 
but yeah, it was cool that he asked. Yeah. Um, but then, so on our way back, we had a great trip, right? And then on our way back, um, we get out of the campground and my car starts yelling at me like, Hey, your tire pressure monitoring system, like it's like severe. Like one of your tires is like flat, flat. Yeah, you know, it's not like oh one might be low. Like no, hey one's flat, flat. Right, like this is reason to pull over. I was like, uh, okay, the car doesn't really feel that weird, you know. Yeah, I mean, like it was heavy because I mean we had to pack all of our stuff back in it to get home. Mm-hmm. But we didn't notice, like you know, you you can tell when you have a flat tire. Yeah, but we didn't feel any of that. No, I didn't really feel like it was flat, flat. So anyway, we pull off at a gas station. Um, and I check the tires, right? I'm going around the driver's side. The tires look fine, but I'm checking them. And then I go around to the passenger side and I see the problem. The front, uh, passenger side tire was low, like very, very low. So I take the tire pressure and it's at 11 PSI. That's not good. Not good. Not good at all. It's supposed to be at 32. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm like, uh, okay, I've got some like tire filling stuff and, um, it's like a little, like it's, it connects to the nozzle on your tire and it's supposed to like coat the inside of your tire to make sure like any gaps or anything like that will get sealed up, you know, that way you can just pump up your tire and then go somewhere to fix it. So I, I use that. Luckily I had it in the car, um, put that into the tire And then I pump up the tire and I accidentally pumped it up a little bit too high. I pumped it up to 37. Right. And so it was at 37 and the max is 40 on the tire. Right. So we're below the max. So it's totally fine. Um, And so like, okay, let's, let's start driving and let's drive like a half an hour to like where we're going to get on the highway. We'll pull off, maybe get something to eat. And then uh, I'll check the tire, see where we're at. So we drive that half an hour. We go to Qdoba, right? Mm. Um, Pull off. I check the tire. And we're at like 33 and a half. Right? So we lost, you know, three and a half PSI in just half an hour, which was not good. Not good at all. Yeah, it was it was leaking quite a bit. And so I'm like, okay, we really have to deal with this. I was hoping we didn't have to, you know, but uh, we really have to deal with this now. So we found a tire place um, called Car X. We go in there after we went to Qdoba, obviously. Um, go in there. He says, hey, like my lifts are out right now, um, but I recommend this place. And he's like, yeah, it's right next to this place. I was like, what? Like, he's like, well, it's you know where this is. I was like, no. He's, he's given us directions like we know where we are and like we live there. Yeah. And so I'm like, yeah, we're we're from Indianapolis, man. And this is in like Fond du Lac, Wisconsin. So like we're still very very far away, like five and a half hours. Um, and so he's like, well, go down to the next exit, turn left, and then turn left on like Seymour, and there's a pops. Um, like tire shop there. Like, okay, cool. He's like, they're very good guys. I know them. They're very cool. And uh, they'll take care of you. So Allie calls because they closed before this Tire X place closed. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Because they... that was why we went to Tire X because they were open longer. Car X. Yeah. Yeah. Car X. Sorry. Yeah. So uh, this place, they closed at 
five. It was four thirty. Um, and so I called saying like, Hey, can you maybe fit us in? Uh, I like, I know you're going to close soon, but do you have any time for us? And the guy on the phone is like, how long will it take for you to get here? I said, our GPS says less than five minutes. He's like, you can come. Like, yeah. Thank thank you. Thankfully. So we get there. The guy, you know, he's like, all right, you guys are here for the flat tire. Like, yeah, we show him which tire, all this kind of stuff. And we're just sitting there eating our Qdoba as they're working on our car. Mm-hmm. Um, so eventually they get done with the car and he comes back over. He's like, did you guys put like this sealant inside? And I was like, yeah, I put the sealant in, you know. He's like, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, never do he's that. Like, he was like, yeah, don't do that. Um, it like voids the warranty on your tire. And he gave me a bunch of different reasons because um, it only coats like certain parts of the tire. So if you you have multiple holes in your tire, then, you know, it's only coating one part. Um, so anyway, he said we had a we had a uh, a nail in the tire, mm-hmm. uh, but they patched it and they were able to, like, fix the tire. Yeah. Thank goodness. So we didn't have to get a new one, which was nice. Right. Because um, that's always a lot more expensive to get a new tire. Yeah. So they patched the tire, got everything set and uh, sent us on our way. Mm-hmm. We um, were very grateful. Very grateful, but it did set us behind. Oh, yeah. And so we ended up, you know, driving that five and a half hours. And uh, I was very, very tired at the end of it. You know, we got home at like one thirty mm-hmm. in the morning. And I had to work at 6 a.m. Yeah. We were trying to get home so much earlier than that. But it's like, okay, I really needed a shower. Like, I really needed, like, you know, do some stuff before I went to bed. So we got to bed at like 2.30. Yeah. It was rough. Um, it was very rough. I'm still trying to catch up on sleep from that. Yeah. And uh, that's not very going very well. <laughs> There's always something to do. Yeah. Um, but. So, yeah, that's where where we were at. We're thankful that we're safe. Thankful for a great trip. And uh, I can't wait to go back. Yeah. Yeah. Overall, a really nice trip. And I'm glad that we, we went and we got to spend some time together, some time with your family and yeah. in a very beautiful place. Very, very true. It was a, it was a very good time. Mm-hmm. All right. You ready for burger chicken? I'm ready. Burger chicken, burger chicken, burger chicken, burger chicken, burger chicken, burger chicken. All right. I have a burger chicken for you. Do you like burritos? <laughs> do you know me? Yeah, I do. And I know I the answer is love yes. love burritos okay now what's better than a burrito nothing oh a slushy <laughs> let me tell you what's better than a burrito a free burrito okay a burrito <laughs> yeah exactly so um the nba finals are going on right now right yeah okay so chipotle is giving away thousands thousands of free burritos that are hidden within TV commercials. So it's not it's not just that you can, you know, you know, find a coupon, get a burrito. Okay. They're they're hidden. You got to look for them. Okay. So they're hidden in TV commercials. Mhm. Okay. And is this during the, like the NBA or is this like yeah. on any channel? No, it's just during the NBA finals. Okay. Mhm. So, um if if you know me, you know that I love a good puzzle. I love a good mystery. Yes. So this is right up my alley. Um, so uh, this article, by the way, is from delish.com. 
Um, and so they said in order to score some free food, you have to pay close attention to the commercial breaks. So Chipotle is airing these special commercials and each commercial has um, a hidden keyword at the end. I don't know how you know what the word is. I haven't seen one of these commercials to my knowledge. Okay. Um, and then when you see the hidden code word, you have to text it to a certain number as quickly as possible because only so many people can get free burritos. There's a limited number. Okay. So it's once you have the code word, it's a race to text this phone number. I see. Mm-hmm. So that's a good way for them to get like your phone number and everything. Yeah, I suppose so for promotional things maybe. But would you give away your phone number for a free burrito? From Chipotle? No. From Moe's? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but apparently Chipotle is giving away 10,000 free burritos. Oh, that's just during game two. 20,000 burritos during game three. Well, game three was tonight and we missed it. Well... Okay, well, then game four then. Okay. They're giving away 30,000 free burritos. And during game five, 40,000. Um, oh, and then it goes down. 10,000 during game six, 10,000 during game seven. If games five through seven are not played, there won't be any giveaways. Yeah. In my personal opinion, I predicted tonight that the Bucks would win, and they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the game or the series is now tied or not tied. Is now two to one mm-hmm, in yeah. the Suns' favor. As of this recording. <clears throat> I do see, or I predict, I guess, that the Suns will win two more games and finish it. Okay. You heard it here. We'll see if it happens. I knew that, you know, the Bucks going into Milwaukee, into the finals, they're going to be hyped. The fans are going to be hyped. Yeah. You know, but the Suns are just better. Yeah. They're just way better everyone on their team can score the the bucks only have a few people that really can do it fair enough and hey if you aren't really a basketball fan at least stick around for the commercials you might get a free burrito yeah and honestly i'm not a huge basketball fan but like i'm trying to get into it more especially recently Mm -hmm. and uh yeah i've been paying attention to it a lot more than i have okay i mean we live in indiana you gotta be a fan of basketball in indiana you kind of have to yeah It's a little bit uh, unexcusable. But all right, guys, thank you so much for tuning into this week's podcast. We'll be back in your ear holes next week. Mm-hmm. We're looking forward to it. Thank you so much for all of your support. Um, if you just found the podcast and you don't know, we also stream on Twitch. So you can come and find us uh, twitch.tv slash Morning Brew Games. We also have, um, you can find us on Instagram, Morning Brew Insta, Twitter, Morning Brew Chat, um, all over the internet. But we're just so glad to have you. We really are. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, if you guys want to reach out, you know, we'll be on our social media all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we'll be on Twitch at six o'clock on Monday, Wednesday and Friday, mm-hmm. 6 p.m. Eastern. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's how you can find us if you want to keep connected and be one of the roommates. All right, guys. We hope you have a wonderful evening. Thanks for letting us in your ear holes and uh, have a great night. Mm-hmm. We'll see you next time. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>